It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am... Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and uh, well, Sunday mornings is just a wonderful time to be able to come and bring forth the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ on the radio, and I am just privileged to be able to do so. I welcome you today. If you've never tuned in to the gospel on the radio talk show before, we have a few rules. We don't talk sports politics or doctrine but we do always speak well of one another that's the way we've done it from the very beginning now i believe that this is show number five here on uh, 94.1 but i've been doing the show for right at 20 years show number 1036 today Usually, I'll have somebody here in the studio with me, and uh, we'll talk about passion. That's what I tell people all the time. I say, "Well, what are we going to talk about, Pastor?" And I say, "Well, we're going to we're going to talk about your passion, whatever it may be, whatever it is that's on your heart that God has called you to do. What is your burden that God has given you in the furtherance of the glorious kingdom of Jesus Christ?" And that's our topic, but. Today, it's just uh, you and me, and uh, as we say, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And whenever I uh, do a show by myself, I like to just talk about things that are current and relevant, things that are on my heart and my mind, and also our general theme that's gone through the program from the time that I started. I say it's a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well, we talk about the church and uh, things that affect the church, things that affect our church families. All of these things, very, very important. We'll take a look at some of these things as we go through the broadcast today. But uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me and talk about whatever's on your heart and mind, Area code 850-567-1703. And of course, that's just talking to me personally. You won't be coming across the airwaves. And perhaps maybe you are involved in Christian ministry in some capacity. And you need to be on this show. Call me. Area code 850-567-1703. And uh, we'll set a time. We pre-record the show. And we'll get you in here to the studio and allow you to uh, share the passions of your heart here in the Big Bend area of Florida, across the Internet, South Georgia. It'll be a blessing. So that's your opportunity. I'm also the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're located at 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. And, uh, well, visitors are... Just something we look forward to. And if you want to bring the family out and enjoy the ministry with us, 11.05 is our start time. You can find us on the web, frcm.us. If you are 
on Capitol Circle Northeast, heading toward Park Avenue. Look for us on the right-hand side of the road. You'll see our sign out there on Sunday morning. And as I say, we love visitors. Now, let's just take a look at what's going on. First of all, right here in our fair city today. This is kind of a kind of unusual and it's exciting. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish have come to our fair city and uh, it always does seem kind of interesting to me that when uh, things are going on all over the world somehow or another little old Tallahassee just manages to just pop up in the news and uh, this game this is why I mentioned it, even though we don't normally talk sports on the show. But when this game airs, it will be all over the country, right here in Doe Camel Stadium in the capital city of Florida, right here in the big men, all the eyes of the country are going to be looking here at us. And I just think that's just a, a really remarkable thing, how often it seems that uh, Tallahassee just seems to be in the news. <laughs> and uh, I just think it's cool. I really do. And uh, the thing is, is that when you have a, a game like this after a year like last year, and just think about the excitement that it is, and there is, there's a, there's a buzz. There's a buzz in the town. <laughs> People are excited about it. But keep in mind, the day is also church day. And to me, that has the top priority. And so if you're one of those people that say, oh, I got to I gotta get all my stuff together so I can go tailgate. And, and you say, well, I can't go to church. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. That's wrong. Because your priorities are all messed up. You go to church first. And then after you've done that, then you can use this as a time of relaxation and go enjoy the game. So I'm just putting that uh, that word out there to you. So anyway, I'm just mentioning this because it's exciting and it's uh, just again it features our fair little Hamlet here. <laughs> and uh, the people say to to me says, "Well, uh, is Tallahassee a big town?" I said, "No, it's not a big town. I call it a a big little town because it has everything you need." We've got great hospitals, we've got schools, we've got malls, we've got stores, whatever you need, we've got it. It just isn't so big that it takes you all day long to drive from one side to the other. I mean, you can actually drive through Tallahassee in less than an hour from one side to the other. Uh, there's a lot of towns. <laughs> That's just not the case. Now, if you, uh, again, are unfamiliar with the gospel on the radio talk show and the host, Pastor Jack King, that's that's me, then you may not be aware that I am a man who loves a little twang, a little steel guitar, a little banjo, a little mandolin. Basically, just good old Southern gospel. Nobody does it better. Mr. God Pedro, I will sing of my Redeemer. I will sing of my Redeemer. He paid the debt and made me free. 
pay the debt and made me free. That's Mr. Guy right here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show on a Sunday morning at our new home here at 94.1 on your radio dial. Every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, I'm catching a lot of you. You're on your way to church. I am so happy that you've tuned in, that you've found us, and I hope that this will just become a regular habit on Sunday morning. Get in your car. You think, well, I got to tune in to... Pastor Jack King over there at the Gospel on the Radio talk show. We'll hear some good talk. We'll talk about the church. We'll talk about what God is doing in his glorious kingdom. And we'll play some gospel music from time to time. And basically, we'll just have a good time. Now, if you are like I am, I am just a naturally curious person. And I'm the person that's going to ask questions because I just want to know <laughs> and uh, so if you are a stranger to this show and you've heard me say well uh, this is show number 1036 but it's only the fifth show on 94.1 then how did all this come about well the truth of the matter is is that I've had a relationship with a uh, for several years, started doing my daily broadcast here on 94.1. And then we added uh, the uh, Saturday Night Gospel Sing. If you like gospel music, then join me on Saturday night at 7 o'clock here on 94.1 with the Saturday Night Gospel Sing, a full hour of great southern gospel music, the very, very best in gospel music. So we've been doing that. We've been doing the talk show on 97.9, your ESPN Sports Monster. Been on that station since 2006 when it was smooth jazz. And I followed him through the smooth jazz. I followed him through the oldies. And then they became ESPN. And uh, I thought, well, this has been fun. Uh, I'll see you later. And they said, oh, no, 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 no. We want to keep you around. So they moved the show to 7 o'clock, and I had a wonderful time. <laughs> All those years uh, playing gospel music and talking about the Savior, talking about the kingdom of God, and, and the, those folks were just so good to me. And uh, and I've said this, and I said this to my wife the other night because uh, uh, it is no longer ESPN Radio. And uh, I said to my wife, I said, I'm, I'm going to miss that station because I like talk, I like gospel music, but I enjoy sports. Now, you say, well, if you enjoy sports so much, why don't you talk about it on the radio? I said, well, this is not what we're about. We're about the church here. But I enjoy sports, and I especially enjoy listening to a ball game on the radio. Now, I'm, I'm a little strange, I know that, but uh, I'd rather listen to it on the radio than watch it on the television. As a matter of fact, when I watch it on the television, I listen to it on the radio. I turn the volume down, and uh, now you know that the timing isn't exactly right. So a lot of times I see things or, or I hear things before I see things. Now, my children have banned me from saying anything. If I've got the radio on and I'm watching it with my children and my family, they said, Daddy, 
you better not say anything. <laughs> so I have to be real careful. But if you remember back when the Seminoles were playing against Auburn for the national championship, do you remember that time when when uh, Kermit uh, Whitfield ran that ball from one goal line to the other? Do you remember that? Well, I'm at my son-in-law's house. Everybody else had left or, or his wife and children had gone to bed. And it was just me and my son-in-law, Tim. And uh, I've been very good, been very, very good, very disciplined. But when that happened, and I heard it before it came on the television, I just turned to my son-in-law and I said, you're not going to believe what you're just about to see. And that's all I said. <laughs> so I enjoy listening to a ball game on the radio. And that's why I'm saying uh, losing 97.9, the ESPN sports is like losing an old friend. However, 97.9 is now the home of Joy FM. So we want to welcome them to the Tallahassee market, to the Tallahassee area. 97.9 is now Joy FM. I've checked it out, and so I know it's there. <laughs> and so we just want to give them a, a Christian uh, welcome in the name of the Lord. And uh, we know that they are in the work in the ministry of expanding the borders of God's kingdom. So we welcome you, Joy FM. So now you're up to date on all of that. Let's talk about, let's see. How about the storm, Ida? I'm sure some of you remember, most of you probably do, um, 19 or 2005, Katrina, New Orleans, and what a mess it was. And now, there in New Orleans, I just heard a news report. This I'm recording this on Wednesday, so you're going to hear it on Sunday. I'm, think, I'm sure things will have changed. But the report that I just heard was that a million homes without electricity. And uh, they, they were announcing that the slowly progress, about 20,000 had been restored. They've got a long way to go. And, of course, uh, this is a time of year here in the South, it's hot and humid, and we've just become so acclimated to air conditioning, and uh, people just have a hard time. And they, they were saying on the news report that uh, uh, they're opening up certain places where there is air conditioning, where people can go in, and they're also uh, using the city buses as a means that you could just go and just sit in the bus and get out of the heat and, uh, and be able to enjoy some air conditioning. I thought, well, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's a whole lot better than the last time when Katrina came when, unfortunately, a lot of those buses ended up underwater. Now, I know those are school buses, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that we're getting good uses and, and, and ways to be able to minister to people and to help people. So as a person who is a... Uh, uh, just who just loves people and of course uh, part of the role of the church is to love and to minister to people we want to pray for our uh, friends and neighbors and loved ones and and uh, just people in general 
there in the city of New Orleans that God would help them to be able to get things restored. And of course, uh, we're always mindful living here in the Big Bend area of Florida that when those hurricanes get in the Gulf, you don't know where they're going to go. And uh, we don't wish them on anybody. But whenever one just kind of passes right on by, we just kind of go, you know, how that, how that is. I mean, remember Michael. <laughs> Michael didn't go to New Orleans. It just came right on up to the coastline. And it looked like it was fixing to do a lot of damage to our capital city. And just just at the last moment, it took a left turn. And, uh, well, even though a lot of people suffered a lot of damage in that uh, what's called the Forgotten Coast, if that thing had come into Tallahassee, it would have it would have caused a tremendous amount of, of damage. So you, you should never know. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our friends in New Orleans and Louisiana and in those areas, Father, where people have suffered this loss of a property. Uh, Father God, we just pray, Lord, that you would help these uh, electricians as they work. They work safe. They work quickly. And, Father, that soon the power would be restored and they'd be able to resume life. Father, that repairs would be done. And, Lord, we just pray. We just pray for our friends in Louisiana. Father God, that you'd help them during this time of trouble. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Which reminds me of something. And, uh, and it has to do with trouble. It just seems like that here of late, there just seems to be trouble everywhere you turn. Trouble. Just trouble. And uh, I'm just aware that I've lived a few years and I've seen some trouble. And I, I've seen times that, that would we think, well, is this what the scripture is talking about when it says perilous times will come? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that Life is full of trouble. And the Apostle Paul, he, he talks about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, in the 8th verse, he says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. In other words, yes, there is trouble. And unfortunately, in life, there's going to be trouble. And sometimes it does seem like that on every hand you turn around, there's storms, there's war, there's uh, virus, there's all of these things, but yet, we go back to what the Apostle Paul said, trouble on every side, we're not distressed, we're not in despair, we're not forsaken, and we're certainly not destroyed, because 
Our faith is not in these things. Our faith is in the God that we serve. And uh, we realize that he is the one that will cause us to rise above the storm. And uh, he's the one that will lead us to victory. And so I'm just saying this to you, that if you're going to church this morning and you've tuned in to this radio show here on 94.1 and you, and you just might be full of trouble in your heart because you've been listening to the news and um, it just seems like that uh, there's just no hope. Well, I'm here to tell you, there's always hope because the Lord is always on the throne. And he's going to always be there for us. So we'll go to church today. We'll listen to a great message. We'll sing songs and praise the Lord. And we'll enjoy a great time of fellowship as we do. And I always love it. And uh, Bradley Walker, he sings about this. He calls it the right hand fellowship the right hand of fellow she they made family out of friends the right hand of fellowship and uh I think church is that way. That's one reason why I love being a part of a church family. And uh, our little church, it's, it's a small church, but we have loving people, and we love one another. And uh, it's, just, it's just wonderful to, to see them on Sunday mornings. We gather, and we, and we sing, and uh, we hear the Word of God. That's why I love church. In, in my lifetime, I've been involved in several churches. The little church I grew up in, Sunrise, Kentucky. I still look back on those old saints, and most of them are, are gone now. But I look back on that, and I, I just have a warm feeling in my heart. And then I was uh, involved in the church in Pensacola, the Open Bible Church there. And uh, Again, I just look back at those times, so many wonderful times that we had together. And then uh, my wife and I have been pastoring the, the church here in Tallahassee, which is where first church of the open Bible doing business as Freedom Road at the time, at this time. And uh, we've been 40-some years. Well, what's happened in 40-some years, we've pastored several churches, even though we've stayed, they've gone. In other words, they come and they go. And so uh, the church, the congregation we have now, uh, some of them are new in the Lord. And uh, it's just so much fun just to be with them and watch them grow and just have that wonderful, loving relationship that we have uh, as being a part of a church family. So I would just take this occasion <laughs> to invite you. If you are outside of church, you don't have a church to attend, how about Freedom Road? Coming to worship with us. We'd love to see you. Love to meet you and greet you. And uh, if you have children, bring the children. We have a young lady that's doing our children's ministry, just doing a 
bang up job, just doing a great job. So bring the children, just be a part of the family, be a part of a church family. And I just love that. See, I mean, I see that. And when I go visit churches, or sometimes I just want to meet people, I get to the, tell me about your church. And I just love to hear them just talk about their church. Because Bradley Walker, he's got it right. That right hand of fellowship. I, I know when I was uh, uh, first starting out in the ministry, because uh, I've been through the, the military and uh, uh, just finishing up Bible College, and, and Tammy and I had been married very long, and we took a little church down in Babinet, Alabama. I didn't stay there very long, but I, I learned about the Hallelujah handshake. I didn't know about the Hallelujah handshake but basically what i was explained to me by this brother who gave me a hallelujah handshake basically he shook my hand and a 20 dollar bill appeared and i you know i wanted to give it back to him i said hey you lost your money here he said no 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 pastor that's that's for you and you you and your wife (laughs) just and explained to me the hallelujah handshake and i've had a few of those over the years uh what just a blessing. And so you might want to give your pastor a hallelujah handshake this morning. <laughs> just see if, he, see if he knows about the, the hallelujah handshake. All right. Let's talk about uh, this, uh, this virus that we're dealing with here. And uh, just about the time that we all thought it was about to go away, we found out it's not ready to go away. And it come back, uh, unfortunately, seemingly with a, with a vengeance. Um, I've, I know people who have, uh, who have contracted it. Uh, most of them have been able to uh, get clear of it. And unfortunately, I know of a few who have not made it in uh because we grieve the the loss of life, and uh, but here's the thing, and this is why I'm I'm bringing that because it does affect the church, it affects church attendance, and at Freedom Road, my philosophy has been from the very beginning, starting back uh, last year. I said, look, you're all intelligent people, you make up your own mind, and. Uh, we're going to continue to have church, and we've never missed a Sunday, and never. And through all of this, I said, I'm, and I told my congregation, I said, I will be here on Sunday morning, and I will have a sermon prepared, and if it's just me and you, then come on. If you don't feel comfortable with that, then, then you know what you need to do. I mean, stay home, watch church on the Internet, gather your family together, pray, uh, do what you feel like you need to do, but you use your own uh, sensibility about it. And that's the way we approached it. And in our congregation, there were some who just decided that they would stay away for a while. Um, everybody's back now, and I'm thankful for that. Um, but then there are some of us, we just came on. And some wear masks, some do not. That's your decision. You, you, you decide for yourself. And in reality... That's what our governor here is saying. He said, hey, hey, you're smart people. You figured it out. You do what you feel like is, is right. And you said, well, Pastor King, you're getting into politics now. No, I'm just talking about uh, what we might call um, 
making up your own mind as such. And he's just simply saying that parents, you decide what you feel is right for your children. And and because uh, the, the truth is, nobody really knows for sure. Uh, do the mask, do the mask save you from the virus? <laughs> That's a huge question. And so uh, the governor is just simply saying, hey, we're not going to dictate this to you. You get together with your children. You talk to your doctors, your medical people. You make up what you feel is the right decision for your family. And I applaud the governor for that. And uh, just, just so you know, I feel all along that our governor's uh, done an excellent job. And, uh, um, and I would say this, Governor DeSantis, if you need a, a place to come and talk about all of this, then I would love to have you right here in this studio here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show. And um, we'll just talk about it. So I'm just putting that invitation out there. But uh, who knows? You know, God does all kinds of uh, mysterious things. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've just learned. People have asked me, so, Pastor King, how do you get the guest for the show? I said, I can tell you stories of how God has brought people here behind these microphones that uh, only God could do. And I've just come to, as my one of my expressions is, I just follow the cloud. Just follow the cloud. Cloud moves, I move. And uh, you never know. So that's just another thing to keep you up to up to speed on. Dixie Melody Boys, the old country church. Tell you what, that song it gets me every time. It does, it does. Praise God. Uh, see, I'm I'm a big fan of country churches. Grew up in one, and I'm so thankful for what I experienced in that little country church in Sunrise, Kentucky. Just beautiful people who uh, taught me the Word of God, the pastors that we had. Uh, um, just, I just am very much uh, thankful for uh, our, our, the young pastor that uh, had such an influence in my life. He was a student at the Louisville Bible College. And uh, now Louisville, from where I grew up, was pretty good little ways. And he'd come down on the weekends, uh, and a lot of times he'd stay with us. <laughs> and uh, he's one of the reasons why I'm in the ministry today. He had a great impact in my life. And uh, there were others in that church. See, that's, I just want to talk about, go back to the song that Bradley Walker was singing about the right hand of fellowship. Just being in a, in a local church. It's just a blessing. It is. And it can be a big church or it can be a little church. Just being among God's people. And uh, you grow. You grow in your faith and your, your love for the Lord. It's just a 
powerful, powerful thing. So if you're not in a church, I'm, I'm just encouraging you. You need to get in one. And uh, don't don't go with a, a critical mind. You hear this old thing and say, oh, they're all a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> I said, well, those people out there and other things going on that you go to, there's hypocrites there too. There's people, yeah, people are going to have faults. That's just the way it is. That's why we need to go to church. We need to go to church so the Lord can help us to identify some of those flaws. So, anyway, uh, well, we need to talk a little bit about this uh, exit from uh, Afghanistan. And uh, one thing I want to remind you of, let's go back 20 years. And uh, it seems like yesterday to me. But uh, when these uh, attacks that occurred here in America, those towers fell and the Pentagon was attacked. And, of course, uh, the plane that went down there in Shanksville heading toward the White House. Well, the authorities quickly identified the, the Taliban in uh, Afghanistan. And see, this is what people, their, their memories sometimes gets a little foggy because I'm hearing people say, oh, we, we, shouldn't have, we should have gone there, we should have gone there. Well, I remember 20 years ago, everybody was saying, we need to go there. And uh, in fact, uh, country artists were singing songs about it because we were, well, we've been attacked and we were indignant. And uh, and if you remember this, of course, uh, President Bush, um, the, the younger, was the president at the time. He was new. I mean, he hadn't been president very long. It had all this thrust on him. And I remember uh, there was a, um, a one of the, the television shows, I don't remember the name of it, one of the political shows on a Sunday morning, and a bunch of people were sitting up there, and, ah, the president, he's not doing anything. And then next thing you know, come over the announcement, we've gone into Afghanistan. And uh, in other words, the, the political opposite, in other words, those who would oppose, they were also, oh, yeah, Afghanistan, not Iraq. Remember? Afghanistan, that's the right war. Iraq is the wrong war. So I'm just reminding you 20 years ago. But the unfortunate thing about it is that uh, Afghanistan is a place to where other countries have gotten bogged down. Russia was there. Uh, England was there. And it just seems to be no really resolving. However, and again, I've not been there. I can only tell you what I've heard is that uh, tremendous things had been done for the people of Afghanistan during these 20 years. Roads and bridges and buildings had been built. Schools had been built. And uh, positive things. And most of those things, from my understanding now, will be reversed. And uh, people will be oppressed. And that grieves my heart. And unfortunately, again, I'm just telling you what I hear on the news. Because I see, I don't watch news. I, I just don't. I don't sit down and watch news. I just don't have time. So what I hear, I hear from two sources. One is uh, the radio. Because uh, I'm a radio guy, so I've always got the radio on. And uh, 
Then the other thing is is Tammy. <laughs> Tammy is my my biggest source of news. Tammy's my wife, by the way. So uh, in the morning, she's just she gives me all the rundown on the news. <laughs> so that's that's just the way way my life is. And, and so we were hearing about all this that's happening, and and uh, and our heart is grieved because there are people who are. Americans, many of them are Christians, and uh, um, they're going to be left over there because whatever it is that, that took place that's caused problems, people have not been able to get out. People who were loyal to America, helping us during those years, many of those are left there, and from what I understand, many of them will die, and that breaks my heart. And... Um, of course, I've, I've heard about uh, the work that uh, Glenn Beck has done, and uh, he and I've heard him on the radio. And he, he's not taking credit for it himself. He's he's trying to downplay that. He said, "Oh, I'm doing. I'm just a guy on the radio." He says, "All these people working behind the scenes." He says, "They're the ones that are heroes," and I, I agree with him. But uh, I'm kind of glad he's there behind that radio because there's been a lot of people that's had their life saved. Uh, and of course, uh, we heard that Ken Copeland. Uh, um, loan the plane to go load people up and bring them out to safety i thank god for that and i i'm so thankful that uh, these lives have been spared and then we heard the news about the explosion and we lost these young um, marines and if I if I've got the information correct, it was uh, uh, Marines thirteen, I believe, and then uh, we lost a sa- a sailor, uh, a corpsman, and uh, of course uh, I'm Navy myself, and of course I have a tender spot in my heart for the Navy and the Marines, and I and I've seen the pictures, and they're young. I think 35 was about the, 34, 35 was about the oldest. Most of these these young Marines are some of them are teenagers, and uh, and I've heard uh, Sean Hannity interview some of the dads, and uh, I just tell you, church, this breaks my heart because just what a waste to have lost these lives when. I don't know that it was necessary, and I'm not saying that them being there wasn't necessary. I'm just saying that just from from what I see, what I hear, there's just a lot of things that just didn't have to happen the way that it did. That's just my opinion, and I'm allowed to have an opinion. But uh, there's no doubt that my heart breaks for these uh, uh, servicemen and women. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether there's any women or not. I just... My heart breaks for them. And uh, Father God, I just want to pray for these families. Lord God, that you would help them in their time of grief. The Holy Spirit would just go to them and minister. Father, just minister to them, Lord, because these things are so difficult. And it's just hard to even imagine a parent or a brother or a sister that's lost these loved ones. And Lord God, I thank you that there are people who join the military, they know the risk, and they're willing to take the risk. 
but it still hurts when we lose them. So, Father, we pray. We pray for these families. Lord God, that the Holy Spirit would minister to them. And I ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, my, my Lord and my Savior. It's the old pass. We got to love them to Jesus. Just pure salvation to win the That's it. We just have to love them, Jesus. And that's the thing that uh, is about humanity is uh, the love one for another. And if people truly loved one another, then there wouldn't be these wars and conflicts. Love, love is the answer. It really is. Especially if we fully understand and comprehend the love of God. The love of God so wonderfully demonstrated to us as our Lord Jesus there on the cross of Calvary spoke those words, those powerful, powerful words. Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They know not what they do. The wonderful love of God. And that is a message. The message of the church is love. That's why we we do the things that we do. Because we love one another and we love those who are outside of the church who are lost, wandering, unsure about life, but yet seeking and uh, see, I believe that people are seeking when they don't even realize that they're seeking. And a lot of times we don't realize they they really are seeking because it goes back to the scripture that we talked about where it says uh, that we're troubled. We're troubled on every side we're troubled. And it just seems that way sometimes. It, uh, there's just a lot of trouble. But when there's faith, troubles have a way of, of a being put in the proper perspective because faith will overcome the trouble and it will help us to be able to stand strong in the midst of trouble, in the midst of the storm. We'll be able to be strong when, when others are, are just seeming just withering up and just going, oh, I don't know what to do, just, you know, just, causing their hands to be trembling and things, and we're just standing in faith. Because, as the Scripture teaches us, we've built our house on the rock and not on the sand, and when the storms blow, we'll be able to stand with it because we've anchored ourselves in the rock, and we know who the rock is. <laughs> the rock that is Christ Jesus. Let me remind you of something, and that is, the uh, daily broadcast here on 94.1, Monday through Friday, a daily Bible teaching. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a word teacher. I, I bring to you what the Word of God talks about. We go to the Scriptures. And I believe it'll be a blessing to you. So join me here on 94.1, 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday, for the Gospel on the radio 
broadcast, and then Saturday night, 7 o'clock, for a full hour of the best music in the land, the Saturday night gospel sing with, with me, Pastor Jack King. <laughs> Dale Robertson, talk about through it all. I've learned to depend upon His Word. There you go. Through it all. Through it all. Dale Robertson's telling us all about it. Through it all. I've learned to depend on his word. And uh, his word will never fail. Remember, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. Great faith. Hallelujah. Well, I've had such a good time, and I hope that you've enjoyed the broadcast today. And don't forget, join me Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock for the daily broadcast, Saturday night, 7 o'clock for the Saturday night gospel sing. And then back here next Sunday morning, 8 o'clock on your way to church for the gospel on the radio talk show. Father God, I pray. The Lord, that you'd bless these wonderful folks who've tuned in today. Lord, just watch over and protect them. Bless their families. Father, bless them at work. Father, bless them in all that they do. And Father God, we pray for our churches today. Lord God, just let it be an exciting place to be. And allow the Holy Spirit to be moving. And Lord God, anoint the singing and the preaching. And we give you the glory and the praise. Father, we pray for America. We pray for our country. And Lord, we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.